St. George's number one station with Washington County's top talk show. The Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890, 92.5 KDXU. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. It is a Thursday, a Mayor Thursday on the Andy Griffin Show. I'm Andy Griffin, and the mayor with me, he's over there breaking his microphone, uh, is Chris Staley. Here, let me help you out, Chris. So that goes right in that groove right there. There we go. We're locked into place. You okay, Chris? You good? Better now. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> Chris is. Uh, I guess you're going to change your major to mechanical engineering now. As you got that not, microphone, not a chance. No? Okay. <laughs> uh, we're talking Washington City today with Mayor Chris Daly. Also with us today is Rusty Hughes, making her first appearance on the show. She is the Washington City Economic Development Director. Rusty, thanks for coming. Thanks so much for having me. A little splash of beauty in the room with Chris and I kind of dragging it down a little. Bit. Although you're looking good with that new haircut, Andy. <laughs> That's right. Like I said, I spent a lot of money on this haircut, so <laughs> nothing. I spent zero on it. But, uh, yeah, Washington City uh, kind of, you guys uh, took a trip up north. Did, were both of you up there? No. No, um, Rusty wasn't here? I was wasn't a weird attachment. But we had her doing plenty of things. She even handled the ribbon cutting of the D.R. Horton Long Valley Project. And Wow. But we did have a few days away with the council and the city manager and a few others, just budget planning and retreat and kind of strategic planning for the city. So that was, it was a nice getaway. T- tell us a little bit more about the trip. Uh, you had mayor, city council was there, city manager, anybody else with yeah, the city? C- city attorney okay, and recorder because we, we have to post those and keep minutes for any meetings that we have. And then we also had our public affairs officer, Jordan Hess. Okay. So we... Um, and that was up in Salt Lake. Yeah, so we went up to Salt Lake. We left Sunday afternoon. Uh, we met our local uh, legislators, had a, a night tour of the Capitol, which was really, really cool. Yeah, uh, We did that along with our youth council. And then that next morning, we just spent the morning on the Hill. Uh, so we were interacting with, with our you know state representatives and state senators. We attended some appropriations committee meetings. We met with uh, some different um, leadership up there. And then... From that point on, we, we just kind of broke out and had some different site visits and and uh, and meetings just to you know kind of get on the same page as we as we plan and move forward in this new year. What what was the ultimate goal of the trip? What what were you trying to accomplish? Yeah, so obviously we work, we want to work really closely with our with our legislators, and then also we wanted to get on the same page with um, you know we our, Washington like most municipalities runs on a fiscal year budget. So even though we're just at the first part of February, by July one we've got to have a budget approved. So a big part of that budget planning was like capital projects, and then just kind of council what are your you know what are the council priorities so that as staff starts to put together that budget they can kind of back into that and make sure that they have you know that that vision from the mayor and council and so that as staff goes in and, and and city manager works with each of those department heads he has kind of the marching orders from the elected body which which i think is great and so you know we we actually were hosted by our friends in the city of south jordan and um okay. 
They were gracious. We toured their facility and looked at some of the things they're doing. And Did you get some Astro Burger while you were up there? Oh man, we were. We should have. We were supposed to go to the. Uh, they right. have a pizza pie right there, but uh, yeah. we were so busy, we just kind of ordered out and, and kept working. So South Jordan used to have a Godfather's Pizza, which is my favorite pizza, and they used to have a. Well, they do have an Astro Burger. Godfather's is closed now, but the Astro's Burger right there on 106 South and you and Redwood. You missed it, man. So. <laughs> Next time. Next time. All right. We'll get it on the itinerary. I'm gonna, uh, we'll arrange that with Shelly. Trust me on this one. you got to get the chili burger and the chili cheese fries at Astro Burger. Yeah, none of this happens without Shelly, so shout out to her. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, good. I, I'm glad you had a good trip. Everybody was safe, and you were able to uh, to accomplish some things. Um, is it, you know, trips like this, are everybody's like, why are they wasting our money? Why are they going up to state like that? But, but this is the kind of thing that, a city needs, right? I mean, the whole idea behind, first of all, I mean, I think the bonding experience is probably pretty important too, right? Oh, there's no doubt. And and that's something that's pretty special about this group. And, and you know, don't mistake uh, good relationships for us always agreeing on everything. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but, but, but overall, there's just a really a healthy uh, respect uh, amongst this elected body. And I like to just use the term that we're pulling together. So these are opportunities where, you know, we can have just really good open discussion about some of the priorities. And and all of them aren't really that flashy of priorities. I mean, we're talking about, you know, uh, you know road maintenance and extending sewer and water lines and, Ooh, and then really, yeah. in some cases, <laughs> competing, um, you know, competing needs with limited resources. And right. so we have to we have to kind of have that discussion together and. And this is a great body. I mean, really, the, the, the council shows so much leadership, and and, and they, they have a really good balance of of, of kind of being forward thinking, but that also really fiscally responsible. And so they they kind of balance that out. And and sometimes it's the best uh, thing to do is is spend some money um, now in order to spend less later. And sometimes it's better to just make do with what you have. So we, we weigh all of those and prioritize as we as we move through that budgeting and planning process. And again, we're talking about a city, Washington City, that has 30,000-plus residents. We're not talking about Kenosha or, or Levan or something like that. We're talking about a real city with real uh, big grown-up city problems that, yeah, that, that, that have to be addressed. I mean, a city that's growing and evolving, you know, as fast as any in the state. And so, you know, it's all hands on deck and... We're really trying to get it right. And I look at I look at our staff. I mean, I look at like Rusty and, and all of our top level staff. You know, they work so hard and they really kind of take those cues from from the city leadership. And um, they're kind of where the rubber meets the road. Now, let's bring Rusty in here and talk with her a little bit. Rusty, uh, when you when you took the job, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you want a job, you get the job, you go in there. On the first day or two, do you meet with, like, the mayor and, and, and the leadership, and they say, this is our vision, and we want you to help make that vision come to pass? Was was that what happened, sort of? I, I wouldn't say it was the first day on the job, but okay. yes, um, th- that is, that's exactly how it works. Our elected body is, um, they are who give us our direction. And so they set the vision, and then we're really, staff is really boots on the ground. So um, we implement that vision. We, we um, you know, we analyze some of the projects that come in, and, um, and, we, and we try really hard. We work with all the stakeholders within the community um, to, to, to really implement that vision. Do you, at, at times, do you have to give them a dose of reality and say, okay, this, I know this is Never. what you want, but this is what's realistic financially? 
that happens sometimes? You know, I think that happens in economic development overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have the three favorite questions that I always get asked inevitably, okay. so I can't wait for those to come up. I'll write them down, and then we'll see when they come up. <laughs> you're, but, you're not going to tell us what they are right now? No, no. Okay. I'll write them down so, okay. so you can see if All they right. do come up. But We'll see if they come up on, on the program today. Very cool. Uh, Rusty Hughes, and Rusty, tell us, uh, before we get into your job some more, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up as the Economic Development Director for Washington City. Well, economic development is a is kind of a funny field because nobody really goes, you know, when I was a little girl, yeah, I'm going to go to university. Say, I'm and, going yeah. to be an economic development director when I grow <laughs> up. So, uh, most of us in the industry uh, kind of have got there by accident and and I'm no exception. So, um I did spend prior to Washington City, I I worked for a group called the St. George Area Economic Development Council, formerly known as the Washington County Economic Development Council. It was started about 25 years ago by Scott Hershey. And their main focus was to bring, uh, diversify the industry base. And so uh, we worked a lot in Fort Pierce. We worked a lot in industrial. We wanted to bring manufacturing to the area. And um, Scott Hershey retired. I worked for one year under him. And then uh, we went through a series of different directors. I was an interim director for a while. And then that position has now been uh, pulled under the county. So the county commissioners will be um, hiring for that position. Um, So I I, I worked in that for about, I want to say I was involved in some capacity for for the last eight years, including the um, helping to put on the economic summit that, that we just had a couple okay. of days ago. Um, this was my first year that I didn't participate in that, and I think they did a great job. It was, was well that attended. Weird? Doing it, it without you? Oh, my goodness. It was so much better for me. Yeah. <laughs> because, the stress was gone. Oh, yeah. And it's a great <laughs> event. Now I understand. Um, you know, you, you really get to, you get a lot of business done. You get to interact with uh, you know, top leaders and business people from all over, um, from all over the Utah, really. And, and a lot of people come in from outside of the area, too, just to find out what's going on in the area. So, um, so I did that for a while, and then um, actually, actually, uh, the previous economic development director for Washington City reached out to me to let me know that he was moving on to a different position. Talking about Matt Liu, right? Matt Liu, yeah. yeah. And so um, he let me know about the job opening and encouraged me to apply. And um, you know, Washington City has been my home; it's where I've raised my children. Oh. So I've lived there for 22 years. And um, it was just a fantastic opportunity for me to uh, give back to the place that have that has given so much to me. And where are you from originally, Rusty? I'm originally from up north, as they say it down here. Up north, yeah. So <laughs> that pretty much covers anything from uh, what Nephi on up above the Pace and Dixon. Yeah, line. the Pace and right. Dixon line. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm from I'm from the West Valley City area. Which high school did you go to? I went to a couple. I went to Hunter High because it was a new high school. Okay. Um, and then at my boundary school was Granger High, and okay. we won't look up the Wikipedia for Granger High. Well, so. I actually went to Westlake Middle School for one year, years and years and years ago. Yeah. So. I went to Westlake. Did you? Yeah, that's great. I, I think I'm a little older than you. I'm guessing maybe, but uh, I was there in in 1980. So. She's You're a little bit about, older than yeah, me, but I'm going to look older. at my sister's yearbooks and okay. try to find you okay. now. <laughs> we just moved from Texas, and uh, had uh, we had rented a, a duplex when we first got to Utah, and I was in Westlake Middle School. Yeah, so it was a long time ago, 40, Great. 43 years ago. So anyway, uh, okay, well, we're, we're glad you're here. We're, uh, uh, do you have allegiance to one of the universities here in the state, or uh, did you go to college You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a Dixie State University nice. graduate. So that's pretty so cool. much to like about Rusty. Cool. 
Not you didn't go to Utah Tech though, I guess, huh? I did not. I went to <laughs> I went to Dixie. I, they, they changed Dick, the name Dick after I graduated. So. <laughs> so, all right. Well, welcome and, and thank you for uh, coming on the show and uh, for being a part of things. You've been with Washington City what about a year now? Almost two years. Almost two years. Wow. Yeah, time flies, huh? Time flies. Uh, Mayor, we had. Uh, Yesterday, day before yesterday, our newsman, uh, uh, Greg Neft, was, uh, had some sound bites from you, probably pulled off of the Internet, uh, talking about what's going on in downtown, uh, buildings being torn down, and, and your vision. And I, I think it's good to have Rusty here, too, as you talk about the, the economic development, the future of Washington City. And I know a lot's going on out there in uh, you know, Washington Parkway, and we'll talk about that as well. But uh, what about downtown? What, there, It seems like for a long time, uh, people were getting away from the downtown. You look at almost any city in America, and the downtown started to kind of get old and dilapidated, and nobody wanted to be downtown. It was all about the suburbs, and it was all about the, the strip malls and things like that. But there is definite, definitely a move in America to reclaim downtown, and that includes Washington City. You want to reclaim it and make it a place people want to be. Yeah, I I actually love that term of reclaim, and you know, historically, Washington didn't have much of a downtown. We were quite reliant on our neighbors in St. George, mm-hmm. but we did have a few staples in the Burger Place and, yeah. and the, the Nice and Grocery Store and the Nice and Merck. And um, but as we grow and as we, we we have some suburbs, we we collectively feel that it's important that we have that front porch or that kind of gathering place in our community. So. Yeah. So um, the city, we are very aware of our downtown. Um, we have some some undeveloped land there that uh, some that we own, some that's owned by other parties. Um, so we're looking to um, you know kind of define that area, and then as we move forward into the next year or two, um, we're looking to make a, a, a plan and kind of set um, a, you know a vision that's kind of in the air. We want to put it on paper and and get input from our residents and. And then partner with uh, the private sector to, you know, to build something that's that's uh, more vibrant, right? That has some some opportunities for experience, for shopping, for retail, for for living and, and gathering, and and we think we can make it really nice. We're going kind of, I wouldn't say that we're going slow, but a lot of the work that's happening is behind the scenes. But something that's definitely not behind the scenes is that. Uh, Quentin Nison's historic home, yeah. um, you know, was was raised, you know, was 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 taken down within the last few weeks, and and you know that that um, that was a big piece of our history to see go away. It was it was not easy to to see that home. Sure. Of course, it had fallen into such a state of disrepair on the inside and outside that it really needed to happen. But but it's just it's hard when you turn those pages from from history and for such a pillar of the community. And so we, we have some, some current uh, near-term plans and some longer-term plans for, for that cross-section of Telegraph and Maine. Right there, of course, folks, if you're familiar with Washington downtown, you have uh, the post office, which right now is this big old uh, mess. I mean, it's a mess. mess. Is that a good yeah. word for it? Because that is owned, that is, that is the government, the, the federal government owns that. That's the U.S. post office. Uh, so your hands are tied right now on what you can do except encourage them, push well, them, I'll beg tell them, you, whatever. I'll, I'll tell you one thing that we've done, and we'll see how, how the federal government respects municipal government, right? We're yeah. we're kind of the, the end of the trough. You know? <laughs> but um, but we uh, the way that they initially came in and they acquired a conditional use permit 
in order to operate the post office there,、right. and they've violated a number of those conditions. And so we've sent a letter to the post office saying that if you don't、uh, comply with the conditions of the use, then your you'll be、uh, your license will be revoked. Well, so, you know, and it's honestly a little bit hypocritical for the government to say everything that you build in America has to have enough parking. Oh, but our post office doesn't. Oh, it's it's just a mess. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean that that is a joke. And the and, sorting, you know, they actually shut down the lanes, and and for, more than anything, it's a safety hazard. Yeah, I mean. Just the, the the traffic flow and the pattern. They're they're using all of the par- a majority of the parking and then the flow around the building for, for you know handling and sorting mail.、Yeah. And then their parking is spilling over onto the side streets and onto well the property we just talked about where Quentin Nison's home is that the city now owns. Do, do、uh, if will they respond? Do you think? And if they do, do do you think there's a plan? Do they ha- where could they go? Is it a matter of just getting another post office or maybe? A, A replacement post office. What do you think is so? The- on the one hand, there's there's parts within the city who are working with them to try to identify、um, a more suitable location, and then、um, on the other hand, there's our city attorney who is taking a very hard line with you know either you comply or, or you don't, and is not really that concerned about where they find another place. I think the right answer is somewhere in the middle.、Yeah. I mean, certainly we need a post office, we and we value、yeah. that service. But、uh, we need them to move, and so whatever approach, whether it's you know the the carrot or the stick, we've we've got <laughs> to have them find a better location. And frankly, you know, I'm going to start stealing your word, Andy. We have to reclaim our downtown because、yeah. we need to build it something that is、um, becoming of or fitting of this really amazing city that is that is rising and evolving without forgetting our heritage. But we're on the rise. We have a. We need to have a downtown that that matches all of the great things happening in our city. Now, right in the middle of downtown, there you have the what is a museum now, the、yes. old Mill Creek High School, and before that, it was, yeah,、uh, and then across the street from that, the old Nison Supermarket, which is now owned by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Correct. Can you do anything about and that old church there that's kind of attached、yes. to the museum? Can you do anything about all that, or are your hands tied、yeah. right now? So we're actually we've been in、uh, communication with them. I mean that, that's one of my number one priorities, right? Is we love that old church, the old Rock Church. I went、yeah. there as a kid, yeah. And certainly, we're not trying to push them out, but but the reality is because of the age of that building, it probably costs more to maintain and to update with some of those mechanical systems、yeah. than it would be for them to move. The church system, the, the you know the the longevity of the church is really up to that ecclesiastic side. What we're asking is, we're saying we recognize that you bought this、uh, the old Nison grocery store property for parking. So what we're saying to the church is, we will extend in terms of years and expand in numbers of parking lots a shared our current shared parking agreement with City Hall, in order for you to continue to use that church until you no longer see fit or to or to move it. But in exchange, we would like to purchase that block. So that we can move forward with our vision for downtown,、yeah. and you know it's gone slow, but we feel like、um, we've started to get some traction, and that、um, you know that the church is now、um, is responding and recognizing that、um, you know similar to the post office that in some ways the city has grown, we need to grow with it, and we、yeah. need to help be like a we need to be a partner with this community and and allowing it to you know kind of fulfill what it needs to. Agreed.、Uh, 
I, I think the odds of this happening are slim and none, but if we could get the church to sell the old Nyson property to the post office, then we could put a post office there. Ah, we, we're thinking yeah. much bigger than that. Bigger than we're that. We're thinking okay. much bigger, much better. <laughs> okay, well, that was just a thought. I, and, and the odds, like I said, of the federal government and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints getting together, not very good yeah, anyway. Our, when when so. we get that design laid out for our downtown, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be really attractive, and it's... it's um, yeah, much more than a post office. Do you uh, take maybe some some ideas from your neighbor in St. George? Because they've they've started to really revitalize their downtown. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, I look at I look at their town square for example. It's yeah. it's absolutely gorgeous. I look at um, I really like some of the mixed use development that they have. Right. I uh, I don't think going forward we can be afraid of having a combination of. Of you know some retail, some office, and some you know residential uses down there, and 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 frankly, we want to do that. We we want to in in downtowns. We want to slow the traffic. We want to bring the buildings to the street. We want to you know make it walkable. We want to mm-hmm. bring some people down there, and I think we can balance that with that lifestyle that so many of the of those who have been there for generations, you know, they want to keep that kind of quaint small town feel, but I think we can do that while, you know, kind of elevating and reclaiming, you know, that center part of our town, that that square. Does that mean some changes maybe to Veterans Park a little bit? No, Veterans no? Park is really, I mean, that is so attractive right now. Um that kind of um northeast corner is really good. But it's the other three corners okay. that that have potential. It's it's a blank canvas there. We've got uh, Mayor Chris Staley, Washington City, and Rusty Hughes. We'll uh, talk more with Rusty and with Mayor after we take this quick timeout. Stay with us on the Andy Griffin Show. A touch of conservatism, a dash of attitude, and a pound of truth. Only on News Radio 890, 92.5 KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Welcome back. Andy Griffin with you on Mayor Thursday. Mayor Chris Staley is here. Brought one of his friends, Rusty Hughes, is with us, the Economic Development Director. And uh, we, uh, we've got some texts and some phone calls. So let's go right and get right to it. Let's go to the phone first. Uh, I think it's Vic. Are you there? I'm here. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm still here. <laughs> uh, every morning I wake up and I'm happy I'm still here. <laughs> Me too. Um, Me too. Uh, just a little postal uh, little information. I mean, I wish you the best dealing with the post office, but I was a postal worker for 30 years, and when I transferred from New York to San Diego City, I walked into this office, and it was an area called Normal Heights, and I said to myself, wow. you know, I came from a fairly new office. I said, wow, this place is a dump. <laughs> and uh, and everybody said, oh, yeah, the landlord's terrible. But they said, don't worry, the post office says they're looking for a new location. Well, there was another one right next to us, North Park, and it was the same thing. And this was 1980. I mean, this place was horrendous. The, they had asbestos tiles, and they were cracking, oh, so we didn't know if it was floating. And and we'd get a horrible rainstorm in the winter, and the water would come through the roof, and we had to stand on plastic trays because <laughs> we were afraid we were going to get electrocuted with, from the lights, you know, the lights above us. But anyway, that was 1980, and we finally got our new office in 2000. They moved it down to Mission <laughs> It only took Valley. 20 years, huh? It only took 20 years. <laughs> so, oh, man. Chris, so, uh, Chris, I hate to say this, but he might be right. It might take a while. Yeah. Yeah, a little postal history there. I'm just I'm I might go postal balloon, if it takes 20 
20 years. <laughs> All right, thank but you. But who man. knows, at that time, management and, you know, and so everything changes. So it might be a, a little bit more fluid getting these things done. And, and now with the new uh, postal reform bill, uh, the post office was always, they were the only government agency that had to pay 75 years ahead of time for the health care. So every year they had to put in a few billion toward this fund, and they were the only government agency having to do that. So wow. they would make money one year. They would make like $500 million, but then they had to put into this health fund, and so they showed the loss. And so now they dropped that, and they put it back to a normal with so many years they have to fund. And that really uh, took this burden off their bottom line. So it might be a little bit easier now to deal and, and get some of these things done. So, we'll keep our fingers anyway. crossed. Thank you, Vic. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs> Let's see you later. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, uh, Mayor, do you think, I know you gave them kind of a, hey, you're in violation, you're not uh, following the laws and the rules. Is it going to be, are they like the ox and they're going to flip their flick their tail at the flies that are buzzing around them and, and nothing's going to happen, do you think? Or I, I mean, I don't know. It's the federal government, though. Uh, yeah, we we're probably know. the fly, yes. <laughs> we are okay. probably the fly and they're okay. the ox. They've got to know it's a problem, though. I mean, okay, you're not having water coming in through the roof and, and standing in plastic trays, but, I mean, it's, like you said, it's dangerous. you got people walking around on a busy road and everything, nowhere to park. Yeah, it, it's so. it's got to move. Um, so, we're yeah, we're approaching it from multiple angles. And, like I say, it, it, I'm hoping within... A year or two, you know, max four to five years, but it's 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 got to find a more suitable place. All right, well said. Uh, if you want to call into the show, it's four three five six seven three five eight ninety. So eight ninety is our our, our letters or our, our frequency on AM. So six seven three five eight nine zero. If you want to text me, that's a little more complicated. You might want to write this down. Uh, text line is four three five four six seven. 5842. And I have a text here that uh, I'm going to summarize it because it's really long, but it's for you, Rusty. Rusty, the Economic Development Director, said, What is coming? That's what they want to know. <laughs> exit 13, you have all that land and everything. We know there's going to be some uh, car dealerships. And what is coming that you can tell us? So, you know, uh, my, my job is really to work within the processes of the city to help help these businesses to come. But I really love to leave these announcements to our elected officials. <laughs> and I know Mayor Staley has prepared, so I don't... I don't come on, Rusty. I would love to have him talk about some of, some oh, of those that are goodness. coming. So It's on you, it's on you Chris. Yeah, it's on Fair you, enough. apparently. Fair enough. Although they asked the question to Rusty, so they didn't put your name in there. So I don't... Why don't you start with what's already happening, okay. and then I'll and then I'll um, I'll uh, stretch the boundary a little bit and tell what we, we think's going to happen. Do we want to go exit ten or exit thirteen or where are we going to start? Well, I'm going to give I'm going to give your listeners a, a secret tip here. Okay, if you go to WashingtonCity.org. Okay, can I I'm going to do it right now while you're talking. Go ahead. That's great. And then uh, click on development. It's on the top tab. You can keep talking. I'll and then up. right below the Washington City logo, you'll see economic development. If you're on a cell phone, it'll be a little bit different if you're on a mobile device. Okay, WashingtonCity.org and... Development. Can, development, okay. Development, development and then economic development. And uh, economic development, there it is. Okay. And then if you wait just a minute, the... It's a map. Hopefully not a minute, just a fractions of seconds, mm-hmm. then you'll see our new developments map. That's so this cool. this map is updated regularly, at least once a month, and it shows everything. 
It shows all of the... Um, so it, we show pre-construction, which means that it has passed the preliminary plat for housing. We show um, under construction, which means it has received a final plat approval from the council. Um, we have all the commercial that has been approved, either at conditional use or at a rezone to uh, planned unit development. And then it also has our road projects. All of this information is available at, in various locations on the um, on the Washington City website. But this is one place that kind of pulls it together in an interactive way so that you can see this. I tried to zoom in because my old eyes couldn't read that the small type there. I zoomed in and it got it got smaller. So, <laughs> so if you right. if you click, there's a menu to the left. So if you click on one of okay. the um, click uh, their little drop down menu projects, menus. parks and trails, uh, residential pre construction, city utility projects, uh, residential under construction, and new commercial. We're going to do new commercial. Uh, uncheck it. All right. Oh, it does have a pull down menu. You're right. So. And then you can click on the individual one. So that's a quick list of everything. If you click on them, it'll give you information about those and, okay. and, and when when they're expected to come. So I guess I could start with Exit 10, okay. um, which is a Green Springs, on the north side of I-15. Kind of along Buena Vista. Along Buena Vista. <laughs> um, we, have, we have several new developments coming, uh, a couple of hotels, and then some surrounding retail. A little bit further oh, I didn't go west. Far there you oh, go. There we go. Okay. Right there. Got it. So we we know Maverick is going in right there on the corner right. of uh, Green Springs and Buena Vista. Correct. Uh, going to be a big, bad Maverick. And by the way, uh, I had a friend of mine who posted on a video uh, the other day uh, from up in, I think it was Sandy. There's a Maverick on one. It's a big old intersection. Maverick on one corner and right across the street. And it's a six-lane street, but right across the street, another Maverick. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Why we, not? We love our Mavericks here in Utah, I guess. We do love our Mavericks. The Maverick at Exit 13 is one of the top-performing Mavericks in um, in the West and in the state. Not so. surprisingly. Always busy. Uh, the I think the one in, is it Fillmore, the one that's always busy, too, uh, just up the road? So mm-hmm. pro- probably those two are really really getting picked up. All right, what, what else do you have, Rusty? Uh, so that's on the north side. And then on the south side... Just across from the south side of I-15 off of its, its Red Cliffs Road at, at that point, just before it turns into Telegraph, right across the street from the Albertsons mm-hmm. will be a Costa Vida. So it's right between the Jiffy Lube and there's a, there's a little complex that went in with, a, with a, a Starbucks and there's a hotel there. It'll be just in between those two. Now, do you know is Costa Vida that's up the road there on Telegraph, is that one going to close and this is the new one or are there going to be two Costa Vidas? I, I don't know I don't that know. it's closing. Okay. Uh, I just know that this is new, and um, and and it, there are some renderings of the of the of the concept that they're doing, and okay. it's really beautiful. They'll have an outdoor eating area, and an inside, and then also a, a drive-through at this location. So Rusty's fantastic because she's she's only saying the things that are actually in happening, but there's a few things that she's working on behind the scenes. At exit ten on Green Spring and Buena Vista, mm-hmm. can we can we share those, Rusty, or do you want me to share those? I think we've already talked. There about you go. Some, you found them. Yeah, we've already talked about some of them on this show. But the, a, a new another hotel and a little shopping plaza, right, right, right there by mm-hmm. the, the hotel. And we don't know necessarily what's in the shopping plaza yet, but we know it's probably going to fill up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Sandwich so. shop, bank, a car wash, unless we can help it. Now that all bring. <laughs> Yeah, not another car. That brings into focus the fact that Exit 10 right now is a bottleneck, uh, which then gives us, okay, well, 
exit 11 is coming. I had a chance to talk with some of the folks at the Transportation Expo the other day about exit 11. Uh, and it's, I mean, they're, it's, it's a go. It's happening. Yeah. As I understand, I heard yesterday that the, um, the bid has been awarded. Um, and I, I think they're going to be starting construction within the next within the next month or so. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 happening. Uh, it's not going to be the big giant clover leaf exits like we have in you know some of the other exits in the area. It's going to be kind of off ramp on ramp, just boom boom, just just quick mm-hmm. on and off. And I I know that that was important to a lot of residents in Washington City because uh, we wanted to have as little an impact on the people that live in and around that area as possible. Is that right? Exactly. So exactly. Uh, so exit 11 coming in. Do you think that that will provide what they're looking for out of it, which is relief on the amount of traffic in on exit 10? I mean, that was the reason that, you know, prior electeds coordinated with UDOT to, um, you know, to add an additional interchange. I mean, to offer relief at Telegraph and Greenspring. Um, you know, traffic engineers tell me yes. A lot of residents tell me no. I guess it will just remains to be seen, but but the reality is 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 that's happening. It's a UDOT project, and and we've done the best we can to you know calm that traffic, to improve the aesthetics, and and you know and to make it as suitable as it possibly can for it to you know an off ramp onto our main street. But th- we do have the city does own ten acres on the north side of the freeway at the top of Main Street. I'm just trying to think. Okay, so if I live say out in the fields. And I'm coming from Sun River, and I need to get home. Uh, is Exit 11 the best way to get there? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm coming from the north, maybe Exit 11 is a good alternative. Although uh, the the Washington Parkway is still a pretty good uh, spot to jump off there as well. But neither one of them are exactly direct routes to get me out to the fields. I yeah. guess. So. I mean, it's going to help some. Um, you know, we'll, we've also planned a capital project to add some medians um, on um, Green Spring, or not Green Spring, yeah, Green Spring South and Telegraph. So um, right there at that intersection where, you know, there's the Hearts and the Home Depot and the Albertsons, you'll see some medians there that kind of um, help, you know, guide traffic in better patterns. So we're not, we don't have vehicles trying to make a left-hand turn and, you know, holding up and causing accidents like we saw out front on Bluff Street this morning. Got a text for Rusty, uh, and you were right. She wrote down, and people are going to ask about Trader Joe's is in this text, and uh, <laughs> but you did not write down uh, Sam's Club. Have you been approached by Sam's Club at all? So there are a few, there, there are always companies kicking around town, and we okay. do our best to provide them demographic information, uh, kind of the gap in the, in the, in the, in the um, national level data that they're they're sourcing, most most businesses make make data driven decisions, and sure. so they're looking for a certain demographic. You don't want to open a store and lose money, yeah? Right. They're sense. looking for certain incomes. Or I mean, they get really specific with it. So um, I'll answer the Trader Joe's first. Um, <laughs> Pete, this is the number one number one request. By far, and I yeah. think even if we all wrote letters to Trader Joe's, I don't know that they would they would come to this area. And the reason why is we, because you look at, not not anytime soon anyway, the reason why is because you look at what their criteria is, or, mm-hmm. or you look at their top 25% per, 
performing locations and you look at the demographics, you look at the population base, you look at their, um, you look at what they sell. In, in a lot of areas outside of Utah, Trader Joe's really depends heavily on their alcohol sales and that doesn't work so well in Utah. So then they have to go for a larger population uh, because Trader Joe's isn't a, isn't a, a place that we, we do our our weekly grocery shopping. It's more of a specialty. I think some people maybe would, would go there weekly, but I would by far, (laughs) by far, most people don't. So, um, so our top brands in Utah are Smith's, Harmon's and Winco. Those are the ones that meet our demographics. Those are the favorites for Utah. Um, Favorites by where they spend their money, where Utahns spend their money. So, um, so we, we have, um, we we have, uh, the city has invested in, getting access to data that helps helps us to get more realistic about about what projects would be a good fit for our community. The last thing we want to do is have a company come in and and really try to sell them on on the area and it's just not a good match. It's not good a match for the residents, it's not a good match for the business. You know, there's always this big announcement and 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 it's great when a, a new business comes to town. But when they leave, it's we always say the announcements of when a new arrival comes are in 32 point font, and then when it leaves, it's in 72 point font. So, you know, we don't we don't want that to happen. We've we've had that happen at a few places, and you know, sometimes sometimes it's out of everyone's control. But but we want we want a good match. So the long answer is no. Trader Joe's isn't coming anytime soon. Not anytime soon. Uh, the, uh, the short answer, rather, and. Uh, it's about numbers for them, and, and it's always been about numbers for Trader Joe's. I will say this. We do check off a lot of the boxes, and there's this intangible with southern Utah, Washington City, but the whole county really, uh, we're such a tourist town. We're, we're such a town. We have so many snowbirds that, that come down for half of the year. I, I think that, you know, and it's just my personal opinion. I think Trader Joe's actually would do very well, and I think they're making a mistake by going strictly by the book, by the numbers. I think we, I think, I think it would do just fine here, but that's my opinion. So, I think people would travel. We can also draw from other communities, but but yeah. they're usually in populations where where within uh, about a, an hour drive distance are a million residents. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're not a quarter of that. No, we're not close. Uh, although, like I said, I, I I would make up for about uh, I don't know ten thousand of those because I would <laughs> they sell the they have the best selection of dark chocolate stuff in the world. And so. I would spend a lot of money on dark chocolate and pineapple barbecue sauce. So, uh, okay, anything else economic, uh, new stuff coming that you can talk about yet? Mayor? On 10. Okay. Um, I think you covered Exit 10. You've got, we've already talked about the hotels, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Homewood Suites and the Marriott Residence Inn with some retail and a little strip mall there. So, yeah. so that's exciting. Um, Rusty is currently working on... An RFP for the top of Main Street, where the new Exit 11 will be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll we'll look to attract additional community needs and additional commerce. You there. want to explain to people what RFP means? It's a request for proposals. So, the city would um, put out a, a request for proposals where, de- well, we, we work with developers. Developers submit their best ideas and best plans for that idea, and then the um, a committee, most likely uh, appointed committee, would would then evaluate. The, um, those plans and how they meet the city's uh, strategy and goals. Okay, very good. i got to get a commercial break in. We'll come back and talk about Exit 13 right after this. 
Welcome back. We're talking Washington City on Mayor Thursday with Chris Staley. Also, Rusty Hughes is here, the Economic Development Director. Uh, you did mention Winco, and I wanted to follow up on that real quick. Winco does not have property bought. They don't have a store coming right now, but uh, they are interested. They are interested in, in, in our market. So um, the city has sent a, a letter of support um, for a developer who, who was working with Winco, and um, there's been some discussion. But not, nothing in no way would we meet, be making an announcement this early in the game. But, but got, yes, this is a good match. We can keep our fingers crossed and know that they are interested. That's, that's a good start, right? We would love to have them in Washington City, too. Now, I'm looking over here at your map, right off of the Washington City website, and there's a whole lot of empty space right around <laughs> Exit 13. It seems like that we could have a lot of cool stuff come in here. Is, is it coming? And, and first of all, what do we know for sure is coming, Chris? Yeah, well, what we know for sure and what's really exciting is the Siena Hills Auto Mall mm-hmm. is coming. And we've actually have our first dealership, which will be a Findlay Hyundai. So when you say Automall, we're talking there's going to be three, four, five, six dealers. We're talking there? probably more like eight to ten, okay. and 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 high end, high tech, and uh, it's a it's been an it's an eighty million dollar capital investment to to create this Automall. Wow. And you know Hyundai and and potentially the Genesis line, they're high end, but we we think that you know they're going to be the first ones in, <clears throat> but. We think that the future brands might even be a little more high-end and high-tech. But, but we're thrilled with Hyundai and, and some of the, the, the vehicles that they bring now. I mean, we, we, we couldn't be more happy. So the uh, ground is moving. They're working on the, um, the uh, auto mall. Uh, now, is that back behind the Black Bear on That's right. 13? That's exactly. Okay. Right behind the uh, Black Bear Diner. And it just kind of parallels along the freeway there. Um, Merit Drive, I think, is what they call it, and um, you know that's that's going to be great. And 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 frankly, <clears throat> that will really help us as we try to fund our you know the, the sales tax revenue will will greatly help us fund our police and our fire and, and maintain our roads and those kind of things. But um, you know, of course, we've got the Culvers and the McDonalds that have come in this last year. Arby's mm-hmm. is coming. Uh, we think there's going to be another hotel that comes in. We're hearing that it's going to be a Hyatt. Okay. So kind of on that you know southwest corner of that um, interchange, it, uh, there are things happening. Um, it's happening. It, things are going a little slower on the east side of the Parkway and on the north side of I-15. Um, <clears throat> really, on the on the north uh, east side. Um, There'll be a, a, a really nice investment into a grapevine, a grape, a trailhead for all those right. trails up in there. Right. But on that um, north, uh, east, uh, west side, um, we're still kind of waiting with that Zion Medical Village, and we're still trying to coordinate with a couple of players for a hospital. But but we want we want that to happen there as well. The bottom line, I guess, things are happening. Things We don't know exactly what all is going to be there, even with the auto mall. We know there's going to be dealers coming in. We don't know which ones just yet. But. Well, and really credit to Rusty. I mean, she's been so fantastic. She does so much work behind the scenes. It's amazing how much you know coordination she does and in helping these um, these companies find the right fit in Washington, and and she keeps me on a bit of a short lease. I, I would I would talk about <laughs> everything, but she said, Mayor, just be patient. Yeah. We'll announce it when it's right, and you know we've got that state of the city coming up, and and we have some announcements to make then that that uh, have nothing to do with what we've talked about on this show today. <laughs> but um, you know we we put a lot of work in and behind the scenes, and when we're ready to announce, we'll announce, and and when we announce, we want to make sure it's coming. 
State of the city, by the way, March 21st. Where and what time do you know? Yeah, that? so we're looking at sometime around 11 or 12. We'll dial in that time, mm-hmm. but it's going to be at the reception hall at the Washington City Community Center. Very good. And Very we'll coordinate good. with both the St. George area and Washington area chambers. Rusty, anything we should be worried about? Anything we should be super excited about right at this moment? We're down to the last minute, by the way. You know, I think uh, Washington City was voted by Wallet Hub, the number one place to start a small business. And we're yeah. really seeing that. And in we're really, all of America. In all of America. And you're the economic development. That's pretty cool, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. You put that on your resume. <laughs> I will. Um, uh, although I can't take responsibility for that. Um, it's it's a great community. We see we see a lot of businesses coming. And, you know, sometimes it's, there's a little bit of heartache over that. We're 98% residential. We're very different from St. George. Washington City, although we share a 14-mile border, we're 98% residential. And the reason why the sales tax is important, it, not only does it bring goods and services and jobs closer to where Washington City residents live, but it brings sales tax and re- revenue in, and that helps offset property tax for, for, for residents. Yeah. yeah. All right. She's Rusty Hughes. He's Chris Saley. Thank you guys for coming in today. really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Andy. Thanks for having us. Good show. Uh, tomorrow, open lines. We also have a little special guest tomorrow guy with a big name. I'm not going to tell you who it is until we get there, but uh, thanks for listening.